Yeah, hey, we do dates up top. My name's Neil Brennan. Here's what I, the fuck I'm doing. I'm going to be in Portland. Everybody knows this. We've been clear about this. Portland. I'm coming the 14th, 15th, and 16th of November. Then the week after that, I'm going to be in um, Phoenix at Stand Up Live. Just one night. Uh, Stand Up Live, Phoenix, Thursday, November 21st. Come fuck with me. I've there. got I've got exciting news, guys. I just I have too much to tell you, but I'll try. Uh, here uh, that next weekend. I will be at Caroline's with Natasha Legero. And on the 13th of November, I'll be on WKML Bell's Totally Biased on FXX. So come fuck with me at any of those places. New Year's Eve, I'll be in San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts with Doug Benson, Natasha, Pete Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah, New Year's Eve. It'll be I fun. don't even know. You we got some New Year's that? action? Yeah, I'm going to be at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Well, hold on. I'm not done with mine. Oh. At the Palace of... Uh, you know, people Masson. know that show. I'm all done. All right. yeah. I was done, but let I just Corey wanted... get some of this. Okay, hold on, hold on. All right. Hey, what's up? am I on? Yeah, Corey. Now, fuck thing working. Hey, so I, shit, we plugging dates. Hey, so um, everybody at um, what is this West Nyack, New York? I never heard of the shit, well, but I'll be, at, yeah. I'll be at Levity Live. <laughs> yeah, Levity Live. That's a good club. Oh yeah, 14th through the 17th of this month. And I just want to plug the Jacksonville date, which is the 21st through the 23rd, the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville. Sure. So you fucks come see You know me. what that sounds like? That sounds like a room in which I would bomb. Uh, really? Comedy zone? Jacksonville Comedy Zone? Dude. I'm <laughs> betting a, a lot of my Neil Brennan fans don't live in Jacksonville. Dude, there was a comedy club chain in Florida called Coconuts that was so obscure. I, it's not that I hadn't heard of the headliners. I hadn't heard of their credits. I didn't know anything that anyone. It wasn't even Comics Unleashed. It was like it some was other beyond. Shit. It, they had been leashed. I never heard of that club. Uh, no, you never would. You have credits that I've heard of, and let's talk about that. We will discuss that in one second. Right after begin. this, the champs. Wet, 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 cookies and shit. Get some, get some American cookies. Get some, get some American cookies. Get some, get 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 American cookies. Get some American cookies. Okay, yeah, here we are. The champs are fucking back. Champs are back. Fuck. We are on schedule. This is, yeah, we are loading up episodes, Cock you guys, because we're usually behind. Um, this is Neil Brennan. Um, this we have a guest this week who we've gotten a lot of requests for, folks. This you guy, didn't, you didn't, uh, you would be surprised. Yeah, I was happy. No, I swear me. to God, people have said they wanted you. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes ever written. You know how certain jokes stick in your brain when you hear them. One, you, this guy's one of my favorite jokes. Go. Let's see if I can do it, but I'm not going to have the. I'm not Just give us the, the information. I'm anxious to hear which one it was. <laughs> I found an abortion clinic with a pool table in it. I played my doctor. I won my money back. <laughs> now, that's a good joke. I, I don't deliver it appropriately because I didn't write it, and I don't know from where it comes, but I always remember that joke. That's a short joke. Well, it, it was a little longer. It's just... <laughs> I No, I, I thought of that joke when I was in an abortion clinic, and they had a picture of a pool table in it. I was like, I bet they had a How pool table How many abortion clinics here. have you been in? I've been in a few abortion clinics. You're like a, bad, a you're like a bad guy. That's Some of them you can tell they're not clean. You don't know if old girl is going to be. She might. <laughs> like they got a buffet. She might get an something. infection back there. Uh. But not like you care if you're taking her to get an abortion. You uh. don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> and good night, women. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they like to hear ten, stuff like this. All ten percent of our no, of yeah, our women do like to hear stuff like this. They like to hear like what guys are saying when they're not around. 
But I want to be clear that guys rare you'll say shit in front of crowds that I wouldn't say in just around dudes. Yeah, and you'll say it in front of an entire crowd of women and men that I you'll say shit that's like, all right, shit. But I practiced that shit. It's like I was in front of the mirror trying to make the correct face. The likability face? Pull it off, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, what has been your stuff? evolution? Because me and Patrice used to talk about this all the time, and he actually, I the thing that you came in an audition for, he we had originally talked to him about, and then you came in. He was like, Corey, like, he was like, if you basically, Patrice, you're the new Patrice. Patrice <laughs> cr- crowned you. Patrice, but, but do, you know what? Like, Patrice. Was is, was a real friend of mine, and uh, I think Patrice became the man he was by watching me. Not the comic he was, <laughs> the man he was. You know, it's hilarious. That's hilarious. There, there are things that you're just not bold enough to say in front of people, but actually, people want to hear that shit. And proof of that is how long shows like Jerry Springer and shit have been on the air. Oh, so yeah. He, so people he was, have ratchetness about them. Uh-huh. He and, was the Ice Cube to your Eze. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not taking credit for any of what Patrice used to do, but right. I'm saying I know when he watched me, it brought confidence about with uh, what he wanted to say. What he, he wanted him to, the say, confidence it was like, to say, foul yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm going to go there. But you know what he did, and this is what I was getting at. His first, his HBO half hour is just like fuck everybody. And then he figured out a way to just do a little setup. It, it was basically fuck women, right? Mm-hmm. And then he figured out a way to do a little setup where he'd say women are, what did he say? Women are sad creatures. He would say shit that was kind of pro-women. And then he would basically say, like, women, I'm on your side, but. Right. Do you have those or you try to do those with your face? Well, I do it with my face. The facial expressions that I have when I talk on stage helps me pull it off. They feel like I'm trying to joke with them about it. Right. No, there uh, is a, there's a kind of strange likability of, of evil. Like Anthony Jeselnik must have it. You have it. Patrice certainly had it. It's like you. Know, what I'm saying is horrifying, but somehow you're laughing. Even Tosh. though I'm talking about you. Yeah, Tosh, Tosh is, a, is good a great example. example. Where you're just like, what? He's like the demon seed. He's, right. he's Satan. I think people know right from wrong, and when they hear people deliver wrong a certain way, it's almost like being in the room with the baby oil by yourself. You're going to do something strange to yourself. <laughs> did it take you a while? How did you uh, How did you come to that voice? How long have you been doing stand-up? Oh, we I, haven't even introduced you. It's Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb, oh, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, way, I don't, what would be on your Wikipedia page? Do you have a Wikipedia page? What does yeah, it say about you? Yeah, I had one you? set up a while ago, but I don't really fuck with it. That's the what Hollywood does it say? shit. Um, Corey Holcomb. That was back when I had these. Uh, when I first moved out here, I had um, some managers. Oh, you were on Last Comic Standing. Was that like your yeah. bigger, was that kind of like your first big thing? Yeah-ish. Yeah. Yeah-ish. It was... Things happened for me ever since I moved to California, but I guess Last Comic Standing was my first network seeing me more than one week thing. I think the first thing that happened to me was Jay Leno. Oh, really? Yeah, Jay Leno put me on his show, and uh, it was kind of weird. I got invited to all of the, of the um, houses of the big-time brothers out here, but I didn't oh. fit in. Who, like Eddie's house? and? No, no, I went to Dwayne Martin's house, and I right. love those guys. I just They could tell I was different. Right, so how, I, I different how? Back. What do you mean? Uh, 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 little, little, 
I don't know. There's things that go on at certain houses that I don't need to be around. <laughs> I feel like dicks are <laughs> being implied. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't see any of that. But come on, guys, let's just be honest. Sometimes things happen where you go in a room and you realize, okay, this is not my crowd. We all have respect for each it's other. It's a different kind of baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's let's let's be true. Let's be real though. Let's not. I don't want to say it was Dwayne's house. No, in it's particular. Just, the, just a certain. No, that yeah. was just an example of yeah, what yeah, I yeah. use as I start being right. around certain people. I realize that hey, this is not my crowd. But at the same time, there's, there's still little, respect. Right, 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 right. Still respect, because I won't shit on those guys. I got right. respect for those guys. There's like a little moisture. No matter how much yeah. they might want you to shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's their real shit right there. <laughs> uh, that's really funny. Uh, and wh- how many of those did you go to before you were like, eh? Well, I would say three, because after the third one, I realized I'm not going to embarrass myself and... um put anybody else on the spot just because I'm not able to smile at certain shit. <laughs> so where do, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I'm from Chicago. Oh, Chicago, okay. Illinois. Moved out here. I drove out here on a revoke license. Uh, <laughs> and uh, on, a, on a dream and a revoke What did it get license? revoked for? Uh, tickets not being paid. All right. We're basically yeah. trying to scratch to see if we can find any horrible elements of your It's all good, man. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 that's when I found out Speeding limit in Montana, I think it was 90. That's right. You went the long way, huh? I know. I went the wrong way. I didn't even know where I was going, man. All I know is those fucking trucks were like, they were fucking flying. I was like, is there a speed limit out here? When did you move out here? Uh, 2000. When did you do Leno? Maybe about 2001. I was out here for 15 days and had a holding deal at Fox Television. Wow, man. Yeah, man. I was blown away. People that's holding, that's really good. Deals like yeah, people used to get holding. You got the last holding deal. Yeah, one like. of those last few. Because the next year I got one at um, ABC. Shit. And then after that? Uh, we did some at this company called HIP. I think it had something to do with H- HBO. HBO, yeah, yeah. yeah. Independent HBO. So it was independent like three production. in a row. Shit. I was able to put some money in the bank. Yeah, that's great. Of hope. And, <laughs> and the other thing, well, the thing about uh, development deals, you can tell people that you didn't make any money. It ain't one of those things like people know how much money you made. Right. So you can tell your friends like, man, I ain't seen shit. Right. Just so they won't fucking, um, what do you call it? I, I call it riding dick. Being oh, phony. yeah. Yeah. Well, motherfuckers know you got something going on. I had this guy, he found out about my situation. He lived in Inglewood and I had a flight and he drove. I lived in the valley. He drove to the valley to pick me up and take me to the airport. Oh, everybody's becoming flight. kind. Meanwhile, Inglewood is next door to the airport. Inglewood is right next door to the airport, and the valley is miles he waved away. as you flew over. He said, oh, Corey, I'll come get you. That's like, hilarious. Oh, my God, look at this dumb fuck. Although, I, you know, some people get put on by that shit. I mean, yeah. there are guys that get, like, little parts and shit from, from like, being cool with people. They're they're. they're the guys in town, and this is another thing that nobody likes to say, they're built to be ghouls. Like the guy who, <laughs> who ride right up under you and just be like, hey, I'm with this guy. That is so <laughs> true. There are people that have made whole careers on just being around Well, that's the people. thing. <laughs> to speak about uh, what you were just saying about going to the wrong houses, I, I don't do shit. I literally, where girls would go like, what do you do? And I'll go, I don't do anything. And they go, why not? Why don't you go to parties? And I'll even look at Instagram and shit. Because Hollywood parties are full of people that you can't trust. It's 200 people 
that are not trustworthy people. They're thinking about themselves yeah. the whole time. It's like, yeah. so why would I bother going hanging out with these people just because I like I guess it's that thing of like I'm in this club, so I'm supposed to it's supposed to be like this self congratulations. Thing. I think the best way to explain what you're saying, if you saw that movie, The Great Gatsby, uh-huh. the the recent one, when he died and no one was there after yeah. he had all those spectacular oh. parties, that's basically what Hollywood is. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't understand how people like to be in that atmosphere all the time once you hit a certain age. When you're young, I could see it. It's like you just want to be If you're trying to get some pussy, it. I totally get it. Yeah. But if you're like, if you're fucking... 30 between 30 after 35 trying to get some mind pussy trying to get some of that brain pussy adult pussy uh yeah then now it's like what am i gonna do what are you gonna tell me an anecdote (laughs) the best place to find a quality woman in my opinion um is cancer research centers of america the bitch is there they have good intentions they really have good intentions (laughs) have you been there no, but if you have an intimacy oh issues, you can you can work on relationships that will last only a certain amount of time. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. buying a great thing. In the waiting room, you meet You know this motherfucker's right. going to be dead in three years. Who, me? No, it's like buying a great thing. You right. get to love this dog, and you have some shit you got to get, right. get to in a few years. That's another way to look at it. But in the waiting room, the women are so open to talk to you. And then do they ever ask you, by the way, what are you doing here? You're like, oh, you know, I'm just here to meet people, you know? I wonder what they would say if I was if I was just honest and say I'm looking for short, short-term pussy. That's why I'm here. One of them I'm sure would go for it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The one what with brain cancer. Right? The one, yeah, the how short-term. How long do? can you – you got a car? <laughs> um, all right, so you moved out here in well, 2000. Wait, what well, do you I, have? I want to know what you – how would you grow up? <laughs> How did I grow up? Yeah, what's your story? What's your life before comedy? Neil's the guy that wants to talk about the Hollywood arc. I'm the guy that wants to get into your psychology. (laughs) Oh, yeah. this is Questlove said this is the only place where black dudes talk uh, about their inner life, their inner emotional life. I'm I'm proud of my my childhood and everything. I grew up um, a little project boy. Which Um, project? uh, Robert Taylor Holmes. Like the the project. Yeah, Robert Taylor. Stateway Garden in Chicago. We were in multiple projects. <laughs> yeah, Robert Taylor was the one that they knocked down recently, right? Yeah, they knocked down almost all of the projects. There's no projects standing in Chicago anymore. What do you think it is about Chicago? We've had so many guests on from from really rough neighborhoods in Chicago. So many people. What do you think it is about Chicago b- making people funny? Well, I know this. When you live somewhere that has four seasons, you see what you need to see in this world. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, places where they get a wintertime, summer, spring, fall, those are the places where you get the people who have the most to say because they've seen it all. Places where there's only, like, warm weather, right. where there's only cold weather. That's fascinating. Yeah. I think it does something to yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of exceptions. I know Tosh is from, like, Arizona or Florida or something. Who is David Tosh? Spade, Dave, Daniel Tosh. From, Tosh who are, from California? No, no, no. For in terms of comedians, it's like who have come up in who have come up in like warm weather climates. Brian Regan's from Florida, but for the most part, it is like cold weather. Prior, Eddie, Rock, Dave, fucking. Well, how about this? This is what I want to add on to that. Then I'm talking about guys who can relate to most audiences. Yeah, because I think if you put me in front of Jay Leno crowd, I'll do well. But if you put me in front of the urban crowd, I'll do well. Well, I say the urban crowd because I grew up around that. So right. that's that's like my bread and butter. But I'm smart enough to know what will work everywhere and what will only work 
in front of the urban crowd. And, and some how do you find that out the hard way? Yeah, do you have uh, uh, white, white people find that out in a very white people? And, and and I've seen r- guys who oh. are funny in the urban rooms. Oh right, go yeah. up in front of like a crowd, like I'd say the Jay Leno type of crowd, and they eat the whole dick. <laughs> they tank. Uh, the, I like. There's nothing satisfies me more than seeing a white dude kill in a black room. And then eat it in a white room. The white guy eats it in the white room. It's what you talking about Honest John. <laughs> <laughs> Honest John, have you ever seen Honest John? No. He, he uh, he's like a hippie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a comic view guy, right? He yeah, was, yeah. He was like a biker looking guy or something. Well, he was more like he would wear a tie dye and shit. Yeah, right. And he would sing a song called Honky in the Hood. There were so many interesting, like weird elements within that, like like the every fit because it was always like in a black crowd. Like the, who does well is a white dude that really, really, really thinks he's black, or really, really doesn't think is really doing the white guy shtick. You know what I mean? I pride myself on being neither. You are neither. Yeah, no, but I pride myself on never like wiggering it up when yeah. I do black rooms, and I don't go like, "Well, I am a, I'm a businessman, right? And I am here, and whatever." Like I really try. A guy to... like Rodney Dangerfield will work in front of anybody. Absolutely, that's what I would say. That's why he's one of my favorites. Truly funny mother. Black people fuck with truly funny mother. Yeah, whatever. Well, funny color motherfuckers they are. are accepted everywhere. That's yes, how I exactly. Say it. it doesn't matter where you go. If you're funny, uh, people will get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, so now, do you do you think like I think do you think Bruce Bruce is funny? I think he's very funny. Do, do you think? Okay, I don't want. I wanna... think Bruce Bruce does well, but if you put Bruce Bruce on Jay Leno, I wonder how that would go. Well, that, I was going to say, yeah, Bruce Bruce at like the the UCB theater. Like, there's no way that does. And I've seen, and I think I was. Think he's a good. It's comedian. not a knock on anybody, man. It's like it's just the truth, man. Bruce, Bruce in front of um, an urban crowd. I, I, I know he's yeah. gonna kill. Yeah, yeah. he's good. If, if you put him up, you know, yeah. in front of that Caucasian for an hour, crowd. Yeah. Let's just be for honest. For an hour, yeah. For an like, hour, it's like I'm gonna be in the back looking. At, you know how we look around the curtain with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how com- comics do it. And another thing, comics don't like to admit. We actually like to see people bomb. Oh, absolutely. Oh. More than we like to see people do well. Nobody wants to see their peers do well. Like, oh, he's killing? Who cares? I just yeah. want to see my friends bomb. That's is that the only an evil side of us? What is a, that? I don't know. It's the only interesting way for me to watch stand-up comedy is to see someone I know is skilled just eat a dick. Right. Yeah. Well, it's also like, Chappelle, you say that's how you can tell if someone's funny or not. No, watch how they bomb. Watch how they bomb. I hate when people say they don't bomb because that is bullshit. Because you're put in all types of situations where... Every once in a while, you're not ready for it. Right. A la me two years ago at Clark Atlanta University. <laughs> Tell us about it. Go. I'm, I'm older now. So, you know, for me to be able to excel in a college crowd, I have to be Corey Holcomb. So as I get there, the dean walks up to me and says, no profanity. And I was like, why you guys didn't put this in the contract or yeah. whatever so I can prepare right. to try and do... 45 to an hour right. of no profanity. Do you know who you hired? Yeah. So they were standing on it and all that shit, and I just was like, okay, well, this is going to be one of those things because he got me fucked up. Yeah. I'm older now, you know what I mean? And but, also that's one of those things where the where they go no profanity, and you can't think of one joke of yours that doesn't have oh, a, some pussy or panicking, some fuck yeah. in it. But I know I'm funny because the thing that I said that pissed the kids off had the police officers – and a couple of the teachers, that's they were fucking dying. Oh, that's I, funny. I told them, I said, I want you to know, this is when I ran out of the clean shit. That's about 15, <laughs> 20 minutes. Right. I did good for 15, 20 How minutes. How far back did you have to go to like your first act? If I could remember the stuff from my first <laughs> act, I would have done yeah. well. But right. I don't remember those jokes. Right. 
But when I ran low, I said to the kids at Clark Atlanta University, I said, if your mother wasn't shit, there's nothing at this university they could teach you that's going to help you be shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. It was that pause. <laughs> Wait a minute! Those Why did he say like, that? Fuck you! That's why I don't like fuck you. Did what? they really? They scream "fuck you"? Oh my god! That's amazing. They're allowed to curse. You know that, right? They are allowed to curse. But you <laughs> oh, know they didn't have the no profanity clause. Yeah. Well, they that lady, the, the lady, the dean, she came at me with that. She was mad. Um, the security was walking me out because they cut the mic off. <laughs> they stopped oh, you. Did you fight back? <laughs> no. I, I, I didn't care. I had to check in my pocket. Oh, great. You didn't feel your self-esteem didn't take a blow, though? Of course it did because, okay. you know, you're a prideful comedian. But I knew in that situation there's nothing I can do. Right, It's right. not coming to me like that. I'm in a situation where I've been shocked before I went on stage. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why people should never say you'll never you'll never bomb. Oh, you don't know what type of situation you'll be in as a comedian. Well, that's I'm glad that you brought up that thing about getting shocked before you go on stage because that – because I always get rattled. No, but like I do get rattled sometimes. And then I'll have a shitty set. And I'm like, you got to figure out a way to get rattled and still do well. Well, yeah. I have this experience. I have sort of the opposite experience in that I never bombed. Just kidding. Uh, no, in that I, no matter what I got going on in my life, somehow when I get on stage, I am able to forget about it. I never, I don't ever bring that with me. On, so if I'm in a fight with my girlfriend or something, and then I step on stage, I'll forget it for 10 minutes, and then I get off stage, I'm bummed out again. But I, do you consciously think about, like, your dog is sick or your girl's cheating on no, you? No, but it just gets in me. It gets in your yeah. spirit, right. And people can't, and I'm not, I'm not good at hiding it. Well, you're I talking run about with that different. shit. You're, you're I run with that shit. Like you had to deal trauma with Trauma in my life, that's my show. Right. <laughs> it's just I turn it around, but I feel like when you go on stage – you really need to have like 10 minutes to fuck away from everybody so you can gather yourself. And right as I was walking to the stage, this woman hits me with the no profanity clause. And can you imagine you being a guy like I'm over 40? So it's like there's a whole bunch of kids. The gym is rocking. And then all of a sudden, half my set is not possible. Right. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck did you just say to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it fucked me up. You know what's the worst feeling is when you're in the middle of a bad set. And you go to your save it joke, and you're like, okay, I'll just do my save it joke. And then your save it joke doesn't do shit. Oh, and then yeah. it's like, there's nothing. There's, there's, you're looking down the long end of a 45 minutes. Yeah, the emergency <laughs> when you go for the emergency shoot, and the, and it doesn't open. Or, yeah, or somebody grabs we'll start it. Start talking about this? talk about start talking about Jesus Christ and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking is, of speaking of Bruce Bruce, what, is right. Dion, what does Dion say when somebody's doing bad? He goes, oh, stuff's. Stuff's crazy right did now. Did you see that stuff? Um, Beyonce, did you say Beyonce? No, Dion oh, says. Oh, Dion Cole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We well, started together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. So you did he grow up in the same projects as you, or did he grow up in a neighborhood, right? No, Dion was from the suburbs. Ah, uh, okay. shots. How about fired. D-Ray? How about D-Ray? D-Ray is from the suburbs. Who is from the projects? <laughs> not a lot of comedians. <laughs> not a lot of comedians. Do they? That's not to diss Dion no, or yeah, D-Ray. I don't think they claim any predictions. <laughs> yeah, where are they from? They're from the outlying suburbs. Which ones? Uh, Dalton, Illinois. Robbins, Illinois. That's funny. I was thinking about this today about rappers. How come? It's how many years is hip hop? Thirty years. It's so, been out oh, for a while. Been out, yeah, it, it's still not acceptable for a rapper to just go. Yeah, I'm not tough in any way. Like I, that's not my thing. I do a different thing. I think like, that anything you come with, it's all about the individual. 
Right. I'm just saying, like, culturally. You can, you can say, hey, I, I, you, if you were rapping about suburban shit and you were good, people yeah. would fucking like it. It's I, all about the individual. Yeah, but Kanye, who, I mean, Kanye doesn't no. claim to be tough. Yeah, I guess that's true, but he's got so much bravado that it's almost like he's... The, Another guy I've never seen in Chicago. Oh, Kanye? I'm from... I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. one of those motherfuckers. I'm from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen Kanye in Chicago, and I know guys who are up under Kanye, and I'm like... Hey man, so is this guy from Chicago? And they they're like they we don't said, even they're ghouls. <laughs> of course he's from. Of course yeah, he's, he's from, from Chicago. Chicago. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! I've never he's from an out, outlying suburb of Chicago. That's funny. Have you ever seen one of his water bottles that he designed in Chicago though, or a leather jogging pant? Nah, that might have made it in. No, no, no. I never saw any of that shit. And that's not to discount. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the motherfucker. I, I'm, I am. I know the Chicago read? rappers. They probably never made it or never will right. make it. But I know them motherfuckers, and we never saw you. Is Common from Chicago? Yeah, Common is from motherfucking Chicago. Right. All right. R. Kelly. R. Kelly is from Chicago. R. Kelly is from the used to beat the drums downtown in front of the. um, Really? Yeah, the buildings. Fucking R. Kelly, he just found a way. Do you guys hear about that concert promoter in Louisiana that was promoting an R. Kelly concert? People paid one hundred fifty dollars to go see R. Kelly, and it was a man in an R. Kelly costume with like sunglasses on and a hoodie, so you couldn't really see his face. He lips, it was like lip syncing to like two R. Kelly songs and then ran out. They just took everybody's money. You don't think that's common? Let me tell you something, man. I was in Seattle when T.I.'s album, um, T.I. versus T.I.P. Right. For the people who know about T.I., they know this album. I was in Seattle and they had a, Album release party in Seattle. I was like, wow, T.I.'s in Seattle <laughs> the day his album gets That's released? Hilarious. And, you know, I was backstage with the, with, it was a radio station behind right. it, a T.I. lookalike. That is so crazy. This happens all the time. So we worry about comedians stealing our jokes. Hey, all you rappers out there, there are people That's out really there. That's really funny. That's like whenever they go to the official after party, I'm like, Ain't nobody no. promoting no official after party. They had these big guys around him, too. So you couldn't get close up on him. So when he went on stage, he just walked on stage. He <laughs> lip synced three songs. Amazing. Now, this guy looked like T.I., except he was a little taller. That's why when I walked up on him, I started laughing. I was like, <laughs> fuck out of here. I mean, you know, I, I, I met T.I. I yeah. won't say I know him like, oh, this is my buddy. But we we see each other. We like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. I would never tell him no shit like that because I know he don't give a fuck. But that shit happens. That's, that's common. That's so crazy. Uh, that is uh, that is that is wild. All right, so you can I get back to some career stuff? Yeah, but we never really went anywhere. We no, did establish right, so you that you're from Chicago. <laughs> we hey, know did you read that thing? Of, uh, there was a thing in the New York Times this week. Uh, most NBA players are from two parent homes. Really? Yeah. You'd think because they were talking about when LeBron said when he won, he was like, "I'm not supposed to be here" and all that shit. And so the guy just did research from the from like 1980 on. And most predominantly, it's predominantly two player, two two parent homes. I guess that makes sense, right? Because you think if it's a one parent home, it's usually going to be the mom. And if you think it's who's going to push the kid into basketball, it's going to be right. the dad. I, I question that 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 shit right there, but I don't know for sure. But yeah, I put no, it like but this. think about it. I mean, most NBA think- stars come from one parent home. Michael Jordan from a two parent home. Yeah. Magic Johnson from a two parent home. Chris Paul from a two parent home. Uh, Dwayne, no, not Dwayne Wade, not <laughs> not LeBron. Dwayne Wade, uh, was out there in the streets. Well, the things that they said that were like the the things were 
nutrition and also two parents teaching you to just like you're gonna fail and then you gotta fucking like a dad's gonna be like yeah you're gonna fuck up and you gotta keep fighting um are you but, from a two-parent home no are you you are right yeah yeah i didn't know one person growing up that was from a two-parent home not one friend had both parents in the house and he grew up in oakland yeah no i i, don't know I didn't know I, I knew barely I think it's like the new shit. Anyway, I went to Iceland, and, and most people don't get married, from what I understand. Right. Oh, just at all? How did you go over in Iceland? I did a show in Iceland. How was it? Fucking rocked, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that, like, this is what, that was, it was shocking to me to find out that everybody speaks English. Yeah. When you fucking just, when you, when you only know English, you're limited. Right. <laughs> because they'll be like, hey, man, great fucking show. Then they'll be talking to their friends. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did you just say? That's how it sounds. And you can use profanity while you're on the radio and television. Wow. Well, they have 400,000 people. Did you have sex with anyone? No, I didn't. See, I want to have sex with an Icelandic woman because when you've done that, you've gone to such a street. It's such a small <laughs> amount of people. You you have just like I once made out with an in, with a uh, an Yupik Eskimo, and there's like <laughs> two thousand of them in the world. No one I'll ever meet will ever have made out with a Yupik Eskimo. What the you fuck? Been in How did you think of that? He is really. <laughs> Here's the thing. Moshe has really narrow goals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about comedy. I don't yeah. care about making it. It's all it. about like, yo, but have you ever like, like, but have you been with an Icelandic? Have you made out with a Martian? About Iceland that I think is interesting for people to know. You can't, um, you can't insult people over there. You can't, there are things that are punishable, by, you know, fines over here. It's just regular conversation, but you can't look at someone that you don't know and be like, fuck you. Really? They'll take you to jail for that shit. Jesus. It's a ticket. That's so, probably why you did so well. You were probably releasing a pressure <laughs> valve. Thank God. Right? No, 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 no. If they speak English, I can relate to them because yeah. I, most of my material is about the battle between men and women. Yeah, right, right. Uh, where are you on that, by the way? You what grew you up in a single with your mother? Yeah, my mother raised me. Even though my pops uh, would stop through every once in a while, you know, get some pussy, shit like that. From your mom? Yeah. Oh wow! So they were still looking back. And what what age did you realize? Like, oh, he's getting some pussy. Um, I start realizing what was up because we'll talk to him. Hey, dad! And all of a sudden, you go in there and close the door. I need to talk room, to your mother for a right? minute. And then he'll come out for a little while. Yeah. Hey. Okay. <laughs> like, bye, kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But let's put a pin in that story. I got to hold on. Right. So and that, that's what I do. So it's like my behavior is inherited. Oh, but do you have how many? You got kids? Yeah, I got two. I know about. Yeah, you got a couple possible. Do you have any? Do, how many do you suspect you have? I'm pretty sure I got one out there. An extra? Um, when I was when I was a young man in high school. Um, well, right as I graduated from high school, I was working at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I fucked my manager. She was so fucking hot. That's amazing. And I know that that was my kid. She told me, um, but I didn't know what it meant at the time. She was like, I'm pregnant, but don't worry. I'm going to take care of everything. I thought she wasn't going to have it. Right. Then later on, I found out, because she transferred stores, that she had a kid. Right. I was like, oh, that fucking bitch. I reached out to her recently, but she won't bring that up. Interesting. So you have did you so you actually spoke to her? Yeah, I found her on um, some shit, some social media shit. Facebook. It wasn't Facebook. It was some other shit where you pay like ten dollars to join match or something. (laughs) I don't don't know if it's I I don't know one of those fuck KFC employees. 
<laughs> anyway, KFC employees. As uh, I, I kept know. hinting about her child, she 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 kind of like shied away from it. But I, she was married at the time. That's what it was. Ah uh-huh. She's Got not it. married anymore. And, That's uh, interesting. Like, how old was she? I think she was about twenty-seven. Oh, Got but it. you have plausible deniability. It might have been her husband. You didn't. You just can't know. Well, this is how I'm pretty sure it's mine. There was this guy at the store. He was crazy about her. He fucking loved Vicky. And he used to watch her the whole time. And one day, during that little week we had our little fuck festival, he saw us look at each other. And he used to always come up and ask me, did you fuck with Vicky? Did you fuck with Vicky? I used to always Did he work it. there or he was a customer? He worked there. Right. He was a manager also. Shit. It and was so, the colonel. And so I saw <laughs> him like a year later gets. after I stopped working at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And, and I was like, oh, what's up, man? He was way. like, hey, man, did you ever fuck Vicky? Because she had a kid. And you know her and her husband were having problems having kids. <laughs> I was uh. like, fuck, yeah, I think that's my kid. <laughs> Dude, you, your dirty business might have given that family the cement that they needed to carry on. Ain't that, that amazing? Man, he feels like a man now. But, I, I, you know, I, I'm not an evil person, but I really would love to just walk in there and burn that shit down. Like, hey, oh, burn their whole by the way. How you doing, young man? <laughs> I'm <laughs> comedian of course. Right. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> we can do this on camera. Oh, so you don't get think, paid for it. You don't think yeah. the guy knows? The kid knows. He probably I'm sure thinks he doesn't other... know because right. I know Vicky. Right. Vicky was a slick bitch. Right now, there's a kid somewhere in Illinois going. My mom's Vicky. She worked at a Kentucky Fried. Well, this is what I. All right, this is what I've always wanted. I've noticed about guys. So you have issues with women. I have issues with women. Everybody Again, has issues yeah, with everybody. Women, women have. Women. <laughs> Nobody has more w- issues with women than women. Well, women also have issues with men. Agreed. Um, men are the worst. Men are a giant. But your act is about all we want is some pussy and to get fed. Yeah, I will That's say that men really are want. far more simplistic than women. Yeah, but we also rape women. I mean, yeah, where? but that's... <laughs> where? What that doesn't say? happen, does it? At a Kentucky Fried Chicken bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Vicky, think... shout out to Vicky. Rape is rare nowadays. Pussy is so easy to come by. All you need is a rape little... Rape is rare nowadays. Did you know that? <laughs> not rape... rare. No, no, no. Rape is... Rare. Look at the rape stats, you... Moshe. Because they've gone <laughs> down percentage. doesn't make them rare. <laughs> What's rare? Define rare. I don't. I can't define. You rare, don't want to go I to would, jail as a rapist. As rape, but what do you? You're basing it on nothing. No, you're basing it on nothing. I'm basing it on statistics that say that the rape, the, the that the rate of sexual assault has gone down over the years. That doesn't right. make it anywhere near rare. I'm sure that uh, that racist racism has gone down over the years, but it's still not rare. You don't want to go to yeah, jail for being a petty thief. Why not? Fucking with children. Petty. Why rapist. not petty thief? Because you're looked at as a motherfucker that ain't shit amongst uh-huh. people in jail. Like right. anything comes up missing, you fucking did it. Where's the fucking thief? He oh, did it. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're if you're a pedophile, you know, yeah. you, you, it's a wrap. You, you get fucked up. And jail. how do and do guys? Can you lie about what you're in for? Do you know how, how the fuck? What you, the last thing you want to do is lie about what you're in for? Because trust me, somebody who works. In the you know in the office upstairs is going to tell the people what are you in there for? I'm sure that the, especially if you're a pedophile. Oh, you're a fucking like, pedophile. Oh, by the way, that guy right. is a pedophile. In case uh, anybody do wanted with to murder this, him, do whatever you want <laughs> yeah. to do with this information. It's none of my business. Yeah, just right. so you know, Look, he's a I don't pedophile. Want you to well, nobody the guy. likes a pedophile. Right. Literally, nobody likes anybody who will fucking prey on another, kids. Another right. pedophile. Another pedophile. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even pedophiles <laughs> don't like that. You fucking asshole. I mean, at least she was nine. You fucked a four year old. <laughs> I've got standards, yeah. goddammit. Right. 
At least there was hair growing a little on the pussy. Uh, do you have you ever gone to jail? Of course. <laughs> have you ever fucked a child? No. What did Never what did you go to jail child. for? Uh, shoplifting. Oh, you petty thief motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Get you off so you know for yeah. But I was actually proud of what I used to do. As crazy as it sounds, because I made good money. We would go into like the the grocery stores. And we would steal all of the Tylenol and shit like that off the shelf, and we would sell it to the Indian stores, and we made good money doing that. The the Indian stores, like the stores owned by that 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 dude. Oh, right, not a nice The Dude off Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. No, Icelandic is more. Indian is more. And women are like, ah, no, no. Don't rate me. Anyway, we would we would do this shit. How big was your crew? It was three of us. All right. But I got caught because I started listening to my homeboys. Corey, it's this one store. I'm like, no, let's stick to this store. We know their security system. You know what I mean? How big? What? Like a Walgreens or something you'd steal from? It was like a, it was like a jewel jewel drugstore. Everybody right. from Chicago knows jewel. It's like yeah. the main chain. Like yeah, no, I agree LA, with Chicago. Like yeah. Routes, you know, yeah. it's, it's the grocery. But we knew their security. We knew right. how their security worked. But I'm listening to my friend, and we went to this other grocery chain, this Omni. Yep. And they had the fucking videotape of us getting out of the car. <laughs> they started it when you arrived. Oh, my you, God. You had like, your own single. Man, they started running tape right when you got there. Hey, man, that fucking lawyer came back there like, you don't want to fight this. Man, that's <laughs> you don't want to fight this. They got the DVD, motherfucker. <laughs> Is it true that in order to stop someone for shoplifting, they have to have seen you put it in your pocket. No. I doubt that. Because I've heard that from people. Uh, what I have heard is that in order for you to get in trouble, you have to have left the store. So well, that's were. not true either. No? I heard it was both. I heard it was you got to take. They have to see it, then they have to see you leave. Well, let's Neil, ask the guy that's been ahead. to jail go, for shoplifting. Go ahead, convicted <laughs> shoplifter. Whether it's shoplifting, murder, uh, drug driving, who gets caught determines how bad the penalty will be. Oh, for sure. Right. It, right. It's always who got caught. If you let me tell you, especially about in California, if you have the right representation, you can murder somebody and get away with it. Uh-huh. It's just a fine. A fine? It's How much fine. is it? You pay. Well, your people are gonna know the judge and you know Well, yeah, that's where it's they're like gonna that. get you out of trouble because you're you know, you're connected with someone yeah. who's in the system or you have this lawyer that's connected. So it's always everything in this country is always who you know. Yeah, yeah that's I, why I always, I always, I never. It was always so curious to me that white people didn't understand, in any level, why people were so happy when OJ got off. It's like, because isn't it obvious to you that finally this is the other cheek has been? Tur- I mean, the, the the shoes it, on the other foot. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was. Um, and the thing I always tell people, everybody's. People weren't necessarily OJ fans, right? They were like, right. "Hey, killed her. That was bad." Yeah, OJ but. wasn't like that beloved in the black community. At he that wasn't point. because right. um, he was more of, "I want to be accepted in the Caucasian right. community." He's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah. So it wasn't about OJ. It was just about people were tired of seeing black people get the yeah. bad end of the stick in court cases. Yeah, and that's OJ- why everybody was happy. Right. And that's why. And it's like, yeah, that's a great example of having money. Just have money. Right. Get like a fucking team of dudes. Pay whatever. Like, money's no object, and you will get away with murder. Dude, I was hearing, I was listening to this episode of This American Life this week called After the Flood about the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard, have you guys ever heard this? It's, I'm sure you've already heard about what happened, but it was so crazy that they were talking about, they had the entire police force standing on the bridge. Standing on the yeah. bridge, 
and there were like old women being wheeled up and sh- like warning shots being fired yeah. into the air like with shotguns like that whatever parish is across dry electricity dry electricity and, and white people well uh, you know about the people in Mississippi right on the other side of the um the bridge they were they had their guns out that's what we're people. talking we're all yeah. talking about the same thing yeah. they weren't they weren't yeah. just the police they were the citizens yeah that's why when people say racism doesn't exist in this country and everything i don't know if they're naive or just evil right (laughs) right really or both i think they're just willfully ignorant yeah willfully ignorant i think they don't like the idea that racism exists yeah so so they just go no i don't i don't see it it's almost like if you want to yeah you don't believe racism exists wait till there's a flood i mean literally wait till shit gets crazy and i believe that 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 um those that bridge was was broken on purpose, especially if you watch that Spike Lee. The levy, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that the levy was broken yeah. on purpose. Well, that was the thing listening to this episode is you could hear people's, people were reporting their own experiences and they were going, you could hear them going, well, I, I felt like people, like the government wanted to kill us. And then you could hear them doubting their own thing. You, it's like you could hear both things. You could hear the plausibility of, of that belief and also their own doubt. And like, If you know anything about New Orleans at that time, it's like once you leave the... Um, tourist district, New Orleans in that area was hood like a motherfucker. It was a whole bunch of poor people. So in order to take advantage of that property out there, (laughs) they fucking flooded it out. Right. I think the same thing happened with the Towers 9-11. They wanted real estate. They wanted a reason (laughs) to do what they wanted to do in um, Iraq. Right. I personally don't, you know, I don't, I don't, believe i don't believe 9-11 was an iraq thing i i think it was like they used it but i don't think that they did it to go to iraq because i think they could have gone anyway my thing with 9-11 is i was a uh, i'm a jew so none of us died and we all got a call but uh but it's the same the next paragraph is of they did it for iraq and they called all the jews tons of jews died 9-11 my my yeah, no, I mean, I know... Yeah, they worked downtown I mean, in those buildings. Yeah, no, I yeah, know yeah. a Jew that died in 9-11. <laughs> there's he, he another... Was deaf, there's he enough. was deaf, so he might not... He might have gotten the call, but missed it. It is possible. <laughs> um, but the... I don't believe that it was an inside job. I also have a very tough time believing that those towers collapsed. So I was just going to say, do you really believe that an airplane could knock down a building? Very difficult to believe that an airplane could knock down a building so perfectly... Twice. Twice. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like one time it didn't kind of fall to the right or like something bad. I mean, it's pretty nothing. It's a fucking joke. It's hard I, to believe. Look, I I believe that it was the the they didn't do tests for that for jet fuel to burn. So it was one of the luckiest breaks that it's a terrorist the luckiest, ever got. It's the greatest. That's the that's like the. Uh, it's like Villanova winning the fucking. It's like the Bad News Bears. They were basically the Bad News Bears can, winning the World Series. Can you imagine the party on that in day. the cave that night? If that's true, where they were just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they literally they, they, they had down. video of him going like, "Fucking the thing fell over!" <laughs> like he's literally going like, I don't "It's know. like a Seinfeld." It's like when Michael Jordan. <laughs> There's no fucking way that those guys, if they were in the plane, right? <laughs> because everything most people know is what they saw on the news. Yeah, which. Right. Come on. We're well, the greatest. Hollywood. I love. We yeah. know the fucking news is the biggest fucking yeah. joke in the world. All right. Well, that's what I would say, Corey, is, is the, my question was, all right. So, you know, about you, you think that that New Orleans was flooded out just to get black people. out. Nothing of is a, nothing is an act of God. How like much, that. So how much of your life do you find yourself going like I'm 
uh, this is I'm being fucked over. How much of how how much racial leeway uh, do you feel? Or not racial leeway? I, I guess it's like how big of a consideration is it? Well, listen, it's not only just black people getting fucked over. Right. This country's leadership has trained everybody to fuck over everybody. Yeah. That's soon capitalism. As you walk out of your front door, yeah. it begins. Yes. If you're lucky enough to get where you got to go and back home without getting fucked over that bad, congratulations. Yeah. But as soon as you put gas in your car, yeah. <laughs> you're getting fucked over. No, yeah. Everybody's robbing you. Right. Yeah. It, it's the system. I mean, that's, well, you, I, it, I was thinking about it, yeah. this the other day. That, that We all think about communism as a failed experiment, but it seems like possible that communism is just an experiment that was tried too early. Like, there's no way that capitalism can sustain itself like this. It's not possible. Poor people, there's more of them every day, and they're poorer every day. And rich people, there's less of them, and they're richer. Eventually, that system will topple. That can't go on it's forever. It's not proven. It's not a proven system. Capitalism is not a proven system. Everybody acts like it is. The other thing is... Uh, there are people in charge of this who are... This is what people don't give them credit for. They're wickedly brilliant. Right. None of this shit is coincidence that's happening, and it's happening just the way the people who are in charge want it to happen. See, that's Even the- Barack Obama. It's a joke to me. All of this stuff that... I mean, like, I, I wasn't in New York, but my friend told me how they were uh, celebrating in the streets of Harlem when Barack Obama got... Yeah, um, banging pots and pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? But I'm like, they don't understand. Right. He, he wouldn't be there if he wasn't part of the game. Oh, everything's the He's same. Everything's regular. He's just a politician. Yeah. Maybe and a people don't want to realize he's just a politician. Yeah, and they're awful. The problem with him, though, and this is why he's going to die young. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> because you see the conflict in his eyes every time he talks. When he's talking, I see it. It's he's like a smart dude. That's the thing. Right. He's not immoral. He's not an immoral guy. I know where he lived in Chicago, and people get killed over there. Like the neighborhood he's from is blocked off. Ever since he's been in office, that neighborhood is blocked off. But it's hood. He stays where you can't go to the gas station. That's what Michelle said on there. sixty minutes. Yeah, Michelle said that. Shit. I believe that's what got. Black people on their side is they were on sixty minutes and they're like, "Are you worried about getting assassinated?" She's like, "He's black; he can get assassinated going to get gas." Yeah, like, where, where where he used to live is a place where they have nice homes, but it's still in the right. It's like where Farrakhan lives. Is that yeah, yeah, right around there? Yeah. So Farrakhan lives in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, Farrakhan's. Well, it's not necessarily it's a not bad, bad neighborhood, but it, right there in that little it's center bad neighborhood where adjacent. Right. right. Yeah. We got to get Farrakhan on the podcast. In order to get to, <laughs> in order to get to like the expressway, you probably got to go through a hood. Yeah, uh, you got to go through the hood. Yeah, you know um, what I mean. And, yeah, he's not an immoral guy. And that shit that happened with uh, the kid who got shot with the hood, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Yeah, and he went on there and he said what he had to say when that guy was acquitted. Yeah, the reason he did that because he has to wake up every day to that woman. Who knows that that was some bullshit? And when you live with a woman who looks at you cowardly, it like ages you because you see it. It's like, oh, yeah. she doesn't accept me. So that's the reason I, he did I that. I always say that. I always say Michelle is the one who. She can't him. smile it off the same way I know. he does. She's like, she doesn't like, she doesn't like politics. Can't you see it? I know. She said <laughs> in an interview. And the other thing is, you can just fucking tell she's not buying it. She's a fifty-year-old black woman. Yeah. Like she's just not fucking buying that shit. Yeah, right. I mean, and I don't even think it's like it's not as uh, deliberate as I think we're saying. It's like in order to get there, once you to, you have to have made a thousand 
little infinite little compromises. It's death by like, a thousand cuts is yeah, the term. That's right. You get there and all of a sudden you're a different man than you were when you started running and you didn't you don't even see how you got there. And then to stay there Shit, I mean, it's impossible to govern. It's well, you not- go through the same thing in the entertainment business because right. you're going to be out here in the beginning trying to find your feet. And when you find your feet, you don't want to lose it. So what you're willing to do to stay in that position where you don't have to be back out there amongst the riffraff yeah, right. is amazing. And right. That's what somebody really needs to write a book on, uh, or they probably already have, to stay in the elite group. I call it the winner circle. Yeah, yeah, you got to do some shit that a lot of times is against your moral compass, but you, you fucking do it, and then it doesn't hurt as bad as you thought it would. Right, and then you can do it. It's easy to do it. Right. Yeah, that's what I feel happened to Barack Obama. Do you feel so? And Cat Williams. How yeah. much of your? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I Cat. I think Cat's just. just I think Cat's just off. I love Cat Williams, but so do I. I that's a let me tell you comedian. something. Cat didn't change. Cat was always crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he just, was always. He just, was able to focus it in the right way for like a year and a half. The dude yeah. is funny. Um, no one fucks a stool like okay, Cat Williams. Okay, so his stool game is bananas. That's, that's the joke <laughs> on the shop <laughs> level. His I think I know is, what you guys are talking his about. His stool game. His stool game is absolutely bananas. <laughs> he's a, he's he a does shit to the stool that no one's ever done no before. He rides the stool from the side. <laughs> no one had ever done that. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's fucked up. I never thought. No, of that. he's fucking. He <laughs> took the stool game. That will be his his legacy. Yeah. Is his stool game? There'll be a How stool much on his of your day to day life is how different would your life be if you were white? That may be I, I too broad a question. Know, I can't answer that honestly yeah. because I don't know. But I notice things that um, uh, Caucasian people do that uh, even if they are morally good. Uh-huh. You still take advantage of shit because it's right. there for you. Right. I don't you can't help it. That's why I say the leadership in this country is the reason things are the way they are because you know, they want it to stay this way. Right. Where people like I know I know all white people are not prejudiced. Right. I don't feel that way at all. Right. Because I've met white people that I'm like, you know what? This is a stand-up motherfucker. Right. He's more stand-up than some of the motherfuckers I know. Right. You know what I'm saying? That are my color, but in this country, man, we're all pitted against each other. I've, there was a term that someone told me. Uh, I don't. I can't think of the name of it, but it's all done on purpose. Right. It's done on purpose because at the top, it's really just a whole bunch of rich motherfuckers who are in control of this game, and they're going to make sure that this shit works perfectly into an experiment of bullshit for all the motherfuckers who are not elite, who are not at the top. Who do yeah. you think that is? Um... A bunch of Don't middle-aged Caucasian men. No, I'm just kidding. Just but a bunch you, of a middle-aged. They, they ain't middle-aged. Because no, what I wonder. You don't think so? They're no, old. they're old. Because no, you can't I wonder, get money. You, that kind of money you're talking about is, it's, it's, it's. Uh, so what keeps it going? Familial. It's money. It's, that, that's it's my money. opinion. Is no, I'm talking about like their Ivy League school graduates. Yeah. You're talking about they're the ones that this type of knowledge of how to keep things in chaos, it's passed down to them and they go with I don't it. think I really it's think even you, that. I yeah, don't. Yeah. I think if you went to those people, let's say there were four of them here, and and you really grilled them, made them take a lie detector test about whether or not they thought what they were doing was moral. I believe most of them would pass. I don't think that there's a group of people that are like, we're yeah, here, we're here I don't to believe there's an Illuminati. I don't believe there's a hurt. new world order. I don't believe in any of that shit. I believe that people are. I believe Americans especially are so competitive that 
they will do anything. I feel like I'm crazy because I go like, I might, if I have enough money, I think I would just give the rest of it away as I was making it. Like, whereas most rich people hoard the, it's like, I I call it like carnival tickets. It's like, what are you going to do with it? It's fucking (laughs) garbage to you after a while. It's just like. I'm fucking winning. Yeah. It's just the way to. It's the way to keep score. But it's it's also it's there the are whole people like that. It's the whole. It's, it's all of us, dude. The, all the the people you're talking about. It's like Ruben Murdoch has enough money for to last tr- literally a a a billion lifetimes, and what, won't come off that shit. What's sad about it that people don't even realize is the people who have money like that they write the the legislation. Oh, so when people right. talk about change laws, I totally. laugh at that shit. I'm like, it's yeah, not it's like, the laws. The I people, did. the people on top, make this shit up as they go. Yeah, they just <laughs> hire <laughs> lobbyists, and then the lobbyists <laughs> pay to get people elected. And they go here. We they literally write the lobbyists write the law up and give it to the senator. Right. The senator goes, that's, that's what do the, I what do I say? Okay, I said just say this. And you're going to give me how much for my reelection? Right. That's a great, I can't do anything else. That's a great joke of American democracy or democracy in general. It's like you go here. You go to go to the hood, and there's a kid there that's like well i'm hungry and you go you know we don't have enough money for school lunches well son get involved oh okay so that kid's gonna go write some legislation get a hundred thousand signatures bring it to his congressman his congressman all of a sudden you know years later there's fucking pork that's that's been added onto it and he's just still like but what about right it literally hungry though where's my food no i know but that goes that thing that uh, from that nba article it's like literally you don't get to be 610 unless you have decent nutrition But well, that like, was the thing about that Russell Brand oh, thing. Oh, you think that's true? I can't believe that. When you when you when you're six foot ten, you're a freak of nature. Right. It's not a normal thing for a human being to be six ten and taller. Have you ever stood? Next I agree, to Shaq? but it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, I always tell people it's like he's in another room. It's like he's on a balcony when you're next to Shaq. It's like what the how? It's the the proof of the thing is nutrition got better in China. There were like no people. Over six ten, and then as Chinese nutrition took over, they all started shooting up. Wow, that's that's crazy to think that nutrition has something to do with it. It's just, and, and this is just my opinion. Yeah. I just feel like you 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 were you, you're a giant, but in this country and you know other countries as well, they have something for you. It's called sports. Because when you're seven feet, even if you suck, because uh-huh. there's a lot of guys in the NBA who are six ten and taller who cannot play, but because of their height, right, they're able to excel. Right, able to excel at that game. So it's like I think I think when you're that tall, it's the luck of the draw, and it's not a good thing because when you're seven feet, you normally die young. Yeah. <laughs> goes back to the Great Dane thing. It's still a regular heart. Right. <laughs> you know what, yeah. what do yeah. you think if? if you know, size comes from nutrition. Where, where does funny come from? A, a lack of emotional nutrition. Huh. What do you think? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I think all of the, the the talents are 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 luck. You were you you you. Some people are birth, born birth luck. They're funny. Some people are born with a fetish to fuck kids, like the right. pedophile. Yeah. You know, right. this is what you have. What are you going to do with it? You know what I mean? Because comedy can be used as a bad thing nowadays. Some of the stuff they take you to jail for, I'm like, wow, well, I can go to jail for saying what I said. If you really think about the way they're writing this legislation up as it goes, they have legislation out here where if a child – now, look, this is what I'm saying because I know some guys who are on that pedophile list who've never really done anything like that, but I know a guy 
who was pissing. <laughs> uh, in a child's alley. mouth. In no, a he child's was pissing mouth. in an alley. Yeah. But it was across the street from a grammar school. He's not knowing that it's a grammar school over there like that or if somebody's watching him take a piss. Right. But his problem was he took the piss and he was still hanging around there. <laughs> And you know, like teacher, you do after you take a piss. Right. Yeah. Called the police on him. They took him to jail and they put him on that list. <laughs> what, what about wow. the, your story does fall apart when you say he, he was just he hang, stuck he around. Was hanging around. Well, it's like he's a local guy from that area. You right. know what I mean? He's always lived over there. So, right. you know, he's walking around the neighborhood. He takes a piss. <laughs> Next thing you know, the police pull him over. And he was like, man, they charged me with that pedophile shit. I have to register when I right. move and all that shit. That's, that's uh, what they call a nightmare. That yeah. is a nightmare. Um, Your life could be ruined. All right. You, For taking a piss. One piss. <laughs> all right. So one. All right. So how many kids in your family? Uh, you mean my brothers and sisters? Yeah. Um, I got two brothers, two sisters with my mom. And Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, okay. So what do you, where are you with women right now? Overall. Um, I, I honestly think women have issues with emotions. Most of them. I'm never saying all women, but I'm saying most women have issues with emotion. The government realizes this. <laughs> so they have written legislation to help them still walk the streets as credible citizens. <laughs> That's what I feel the whole woman thing is about. But Please most explain. of them who come from poor communities are willing to fuck for a few dollars. So... Not explicitly, but they just, they're trying to fuck somebody who's got some means. Yeah, if you have a car, uh, maybe about $80, $90 to offer, you can get the cream of the crop. Have you, yeah, I feel like you found that to be truth. Yeah, man. I mean, when you're a stand up comedian, man, you meet women in all types of cities. You start to know what's what over here. Where am I? I'm in the South. Uh, (laughs) I got to get a bitch some sweet tea. So you have like you you're like a profiler. You know what all these girls want. Yeah, damn, that's the, I'm, I've never heard it that way. But yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. I could look at you and maybe I'm wrong sometimes, but a lot of times I'm on point. Right. Have you ever been married? I'm married now. <laughs> Fantastic. How's that? My wife is different. You know, my wife. She knows how the fuck life really goes. She's not stupid. Uh, my wife is the type of woman who realizes how men operate. Right. Um, it's just, I feel like she would be disappointed if she found out I had some girl I was communicating with. Right. Because cheating is in this country. It's like when you go fuck somebody else. Right. But the truth, the truth is in my opinion, and I think my wife thinks like this cheating is when you sit down and you talk with someone. You share your yeah. your life with someone. You give somebody more than, hey, bitch, how much? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, wait, let me, just to clarify, you're saying in your feeling that's not cheating. Well, I'm saying the physical. Just physically fucking is not cheating to yeah. him or his wife. Yeah, because I'm not interested in no bitches out here. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not interested in getting to know you like that, and I don't sell you dreams of getting to know you like that. What I'm trying to do is skeet and skedaddle. That's my thing. Skeet and skedaddle. Skeet and skedaddle. I, don't... I think that was Obama that first said. <laughs> no, he, he bit it off me skedaddle. if he said it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not interested in meeting new people. It's too hard. It takes a long time for me to 
get to know you like I need to know you and understand who you are. It's not worth the time and effort for me at this point in my life. Can your wife skeet and skedaddle? No. I, I ha- and I've never caught her doing anything. Is like she allowed that. to? No. But you are? I'm not saying I'm allowed to, but I'm just saying realistically in this country, men, men get a girl, take her out of the streets, put her in his house, uh, they might even take care of her. You know what I mean? But they go around and they fuck around and they don't expect their girl to fuck around. Right. That may not be right in someone's eyes, but that's the way it goes. Could you? Why? Well, if someone's fucking your girl, it can disrupt your household in a way um, where it can't be fixed. Because if your girl's pregnant by another guy, because I'm mm-hmm. not going to get pregnant. Right. You, know you might I mean? get that AIDS pregnancy, though. Yeah, that, that can happen, too. That it, All that comes with fucking around out there in the streets. you know. But there's ways to protect yourself from AIDS and stuff like that. Right. But when somebody's fucking your girl, they, they're going to disrupt your house. In a lot of ways, you, you know, women are not men. And, and people, I think that in almost every they need way. to have classes about this. A woman, a vagina can be disrupted <laughs> by multiple penises. That is not true. A, a vagina so can far, be corrupted. I'm talking about corrupted from one man. Corrupted from... I got to ride with Corey on this. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking I'm physically? You, I had a girl back in the day, and <laughs> we used to fuck around, and I knew her. And I knew something was different about her. And she would always tell me, no, I'm not fucking around with anybody else. One day I was in her room and, you know, I was just acting silly and I fell under the bed. And then I looked under the bed and there was this dildo with the little buzzer thing on it. I was like, this is what it is. And I kept asking her, how long have you had this? And it was around the time I started figuring out something was different. A vagina can get corrupted. Are you talking about physically? (laughs) Yeah, physically. That's what I'm saying. Of course, I was talking about the children and other things that can come. And also emotionally, I think you're talking about, too. When you met your wife, how old were you? Moshe pretends that men and women are exactly equal. No, I don't. I just don't happen to. What did he say? I'm sorry. I said Moshe pretends that men and women are exactly equal. I'm just not a caveman. No, no, no. (laughs) And I can take it when people call me caveman or whatever, but a woman is different than a man, and people need to stop acting like everybody's created equal because they're not. I don't disagree with you that the, 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 the... the physiological, natural state of a man is much more prone to going around and just fucking random people than a woman. Her emo- that a woman's emotion, and this isn't true across the board on in- for generally gender, speaking. But generally speaking, a man, I know me, I can fuck, I can fuck a million girls and not catch feelings for any of them. And and my my girl does not have that relationship with with love and sex. It's just a different thing. But what I'm saying is, morally speaking. If you're if you're allowed to fuck around or, or men are allowed to fuck around, then it isn't it isn't right that a woman isn't allowed to do that too, just well, because of our notions of what her gender will or won't do. But then, I, I, but I'm also well. Anyway, I'll, I'll no. Stop let me that. say this: Do you realize women are safe in this society because of the laws that are created? Women are not safe. Well, I'm saying a girl, women are way safer. Right? A girl okay, can okay. leave her apartment. Get in her car and drive to the store and come home because there are laws that will basically have you locked the fuck up if you touch one of these random women. But if there wasn't laws like that, women would get kidnapped 
and 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 done all kinds of things to because a man is a man and a woman is a woman. You don't re- really realize that because of the way society protects women. I mean, I I I I don't think that there's literally zero value in what you're saying, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Corey, I had to get off. I had to get off on that. I'm getting. I'm not riding with you now. I'm walking on the sidewalk. But he's not riding with me either. But you're I'm not still riding looking. with either. Y'all. Still I'm still looking. Look, I'm still. You're we're watching all, what's happening. We're all on the same street. There's some interesting shit going yeah, on absolutely. over there. Yeah. I, I I love women. I believe that the only way we can uh, be a better society is if we prepare our women better. I mean, if if women are not this out in goes the, to an argument that. I had with a friend of mine, me and Chris Rock were arguing with a girl about... Your friend was Chris Rock? No, my it was another friend of mine, a girl. We were arguing with a girl about basically, basically men being pigs. And Rock was saying, he's like, I explain to my daughters all the time, men are stronger than you. You have to approach all men with the knowledge that they're stronger than you. Like, you can't, and it, that's what you're basically saying. And Rock goes, now Queen Latifah can beat the shit out of me. He's like, right. which is why I approach her a certain <laughs> way. Hey, that's real, though. Yeah. But see, in this country, the woman is always the victim. And it's really a bad thing for the women because they become, you know, aware like, oh, no matter what, I can fuck up. I can fuck a guy's husband like what happened with Tiger Woods. They glorified those whores. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had them all on television acting like, oh, they're victims that of Tiger Woods. They were victims. Meanwhile, it's not they're like whores. they didn't know who he was. Yeah. They're, they're awful people. They're home wreckers, and nobody right. says this. Yeah, no one. Yeah, it's like, no, they just met. They just thought he was some weird, dorky black they're dude the they were fucking. They're scum of society. Well, they're not doing anything <laughs> different than what anyone who's cheating is doing i agree a man. but don't right act but all, like, but the but press made like it seem okay like they victims. somehow are victimized right. let me just push back a little bit in because the first part of our conversation was about how society is stacked up against poor people and people of color yeah. uh, uh, and 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 that, that people of color are the victims of a system of oppression and then to at the same time say, now women, on the other hand, they are the benefactors of like this wonderful system it's the not, system uses the woman to do their dirty work because they know that if you're a heterosexual male, you're going to fuck with a woman and they have it now where your woman can go to them with any type of burden she has and they're going to lock you up off of what she says. And if you're lucky enough to have a lawyer of power, then maybe you can sort it out later on. But your woman has more rights than you. Um, Especially in marriage. Right. And, you know, I've heard like what I've heard is that like false rape accusations are a problem, but they're not even statistically anywhere near the problem that of actual w- rape. Of what rape yeah. is. So if uh, if people if men are the victims of uh, laws that are naturally tend towards believing women because of how much violence there is against women, then that's just sort of collateral. Do you really think there's, there's, damage. there's more violence against women? Than women having committed violence against men? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're wrong on that. And if you know anything about the prison system, there's more women going to jail 
than there are men because bitches are crazy. I believe you're just Corey. That's that you're you're a thousand percent wrong. Let's Google it. I'll Google it. I come gonna Google. Do you want to do the honors motion or should I do that? Hey, oh, hey, yeah. hey, hey! Listen, prison guards will tell you controlling the women is a lot harder than controlling the men. Oh, I don't doubt that. That I agree with. That I believe. I women, mean, that I women are believe. fucking maniacs. A woman will slap you and look at you like you're wrong. When you slapped him back, I'm a witness to this. There Boy, was a, there was a thing in Doctor J's. There's a Doctor J just wrote a book, and he was saying that his wife used to beat the shit out of him. I think I'm sure Doctor J the basketball player. Yeah, and, and he, he slaps her. Back. He couldn't hit back. He goes, "I knew I couldn't hit back." Yeah, that's not right. I mean, I okay, I'll agree with you on that. But wait, because I hit back. Let's go. <laughs> I do not like a bully. I do not like anybody who will beat up someone smaller than them, especially when I see a man well, nobody's fighting smaller than a Do- woman. Everybody's smaller than Dr. J. I mean, I, I imagine Dr. his J's wife was. hands were like Shaq hands. Yeah. I don't know if you ever shook Shaq hands, but it's awkward. Yeah. That's how big <laughs> his hair right? It <laughs> it's awkward. Head. I mean, I'm no little guy, but I shook his head. I was like, what yeah, the Yeah, you fuck? feel like a bitch. You feel like a bitch. <laughs> but back on this whole woman being the victim thing, in my opinion – most most women are predators, and they've been trained that way. They've been trained that way. They try you. They talk to you in ways where they, even though they know, okay, this guy's bigger than me. This guy can knock the shit out of me with one punch. They'll still run up on you because they know they have that system to run to. Well, okay, but wait. Let's go back one, five steps. How are you married? Yeah, that's a great question. Because my wife is realistic. My wife is not the average bitch out here who fucking thinks that somebody owes her something. My wife is smart. She's intelligent. She reminds me of this guy a little bit. Because her, her mom... Because I'm only one step away from no, being knocked mom, down. <laughs> her mom is a, is, a, is, a, is a little short Jewish woman. Oh, but great. her dad is black, so she's mixed. Oh, interesting. And... um. I, I like the way that she has something to say. She has something to say. She's not average, et cetera, et cetera. I can't find the stats, but, wait, but there's no way. I mean, were you saying that women, I think, uh, forgetting all this victimization stuff, you weren't saying that. You were saying a woman's physical pussy can be physically <laughs> destroyed by a by a dick. No, that's not what I was you saying. What saying I was saying, saying psychologically. Was, no, not psychologically. Right. What I was saying about the physical is, if a woman is with multiple guys, okay. One of the guys is a pity mission. <laughs> Do you can, can you understand what I'm saying when I say that? No, keep 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 talking. I'm almost with you. When a woman is out there and her vagina is experiencing all kinds of men. Okay. One man would never be enough for her again because she's seen something that in my opinion a woman who's trying to be with one guy, it's like she's damaged. So it's harder for that one guy, like later on in life, if she tries to be with one guy, it's going to be that much harder for that one guy because he's taking on all of the shit that happened to her before. But wait, was your wife a virgin when you met her? Hell no. My wife um, has history. Yeah, I mean, everybody. (laughs) Theoretically, if you marry an adult, they all have history. Right, but I'm a different motherfucker. (laughs) Go on. What do you mean? No, I'm just saying, not like I'm trying to say I'm some hell of a stud, but what I am saying is mentally, um, I think that I can deal with her, and physically, I think that I can deal with her. But it's still, in my opinion, she's still a woman. She's still 
the type who goes off the deep end on her emotions. Cause it's, and I look at it like, fuck, this fucking crazy woman. And what do you do? Put her in a shed for three days? I murder her. I take well, her to you, Saudi Arabia and murder you her. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I've, I, we, we've had our battles. I'll put it like this. And when it becomes physical, she knows you can't win. I don't need to fuck you, up with this guy. Did you guy. do shit physically to your kids, or were you just all mental? I never grew up around my kids. Got it. I would always visit my kids. Got it. My kids grew up around um, their moms, and I'm 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 lucky on that end because my daughter is an A student at Northern Illinois University. Oh, great! And my son, he's a he's a bright little boy. Uh, of course, my daughter was I was worried about her because her mom was a lousy bitch. But I was a younger guy. I didn't know. You know, I was just fucking with lousy bitches, and I wound up getting one of them pregnant. Define lousy bitch. Uh, bitch with um um a, a long dick up in her history. Uh, a lot of guys fucked her. Um, wait, wait, nothing wait, really wait. going for her. When I met her, she was working for a temporary agency, and my daughter is twenty now, and she still does temporary work. Just a lousy bitch going nowhere. And too many dudes don't hung it up in there. Yeah, in my wait, opinion. But wait, right? That's that's the part I'm sort of fascinated by. What does that matter? What do you mean? What does it matter? That part about whether they fucked a bunch of people or not. Well, it, it, well, I mean, my daughter, my daughter knows about. You know what's great about this? I'm on both of your sides. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter knows about her mom's history. My 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 daughter has called me and said, "There's a guy who's living with us now." <laughs> well, she said, "There's another guy living with us now, and he eats up everything in the refrigerator, and he doesn't work, and he just sits around playing the video game all day." When and I've never shitted on my daughter's mother to my daughter. I never talk shit about her because I knew the truth would be seen. You know what I mean? Right. So when I say lousy bitch, it's it's justified. And I think that like like guys like you, it's nothing bad, but you compare like, but you like, but what about what you do? She's not me. I'm a man. But okay, fine. <laughs> Why nobody's gonna take nothing from me out there in the streets. I'm not uh-huh. gonna get raped. Okay, so your so your basic <laughs> premise is because of the physical weakness of the woman and the physical strength of the man that the woman is relegated to certain roles and the man is relegated to it's certain roles. It's not just strength. It's also the emotional shit they go through. Women, in my opinion, need a man. But most of them, most of them, once they figure a man out, and especially if they fucked around with a whole bunch of men, they lose respect for men. And their history on this planet, it's not for me to point out everything about them. They know who they are. Whores are whores, but they come across like ladies. And they want respect, just like those girls we were talking about with Tiger Wood. Those women feel like they should be treated like women. But they're not women. They're whores. They're whores. They disrupt communities. You can have a family. Like I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not making Tiger Woods the victim. Tiger Woods, in my opinion, is a punk motherfucker. Wait, why? He, he didn't do anything differently than you. No, but he got caught and he called the girl. And was like trying to confide With in the, the fear girl of God to be like, his friend. Oh, you gotta, right. oh. If I get caught, I'm going to talk to my wife. I'm going right. to say, look, this bitch that I was fucking with, I know I fucked up. But look, this bitch, we're going to have to deal with her. That, that's what makes somebody look like a punk to uh-huh. me. When you, who are you, You're talking to the enemy. You should be talking to your wife. That's how I look at it. Which is why, in my opinion, he was married to somebody that chased him down the street with a fucking golf club. And left him, you know what I'm saying, when that shit went public. In my opinion, that's when, you know, you need your spouse to stay with you. 
But I feel like she was just there for the hustle. She was a maid bitch. She was a maid for the other golfer. You and he yes, wife yes, the bitch. You should have been a pimp. <laughs> I should have been a pimp? Why? Yeah, you really have the mentality of a pimp. No, I oh, I know well, what he. Well, I, why do you say that? Like, I, in my opinion, a pimp is a person who takes advantage of women. Okay, I never take advantage of women. I always tell women the truth. The only woman I ever lied to was my wife. <laughs> that is the only woman I ever lied to. Like, especially as I've gotten older as a man. How long you been a, with your wife? Uh, I've known her for probably about sixteen years, but we've been married for ten years. Ten years, that's a long time. And, you know, when I was a younger younger guy, you know what I'm saying, I, I might lie here and there to a woman, but I always felt fucked up after that shit was over because as soon as you, as a man, as soon as you get your, you know, you bust your nut, it's like you really hate the bitch. Cause especially if you took her out and all that shit, you don't like her, you just did all that shit to fuck. So I don't lie to bitches. I tell bitches what it is, and they still fuck around because they think they're going to capture me. Well, what would you, what would you do if you found out that you came home and you found out your wife your wife was like, "Hey, I have to tell you something. I fucked him, somebody well, on my." I would be so, shocked. I right. would be I would be totally shocked. I mean, I doubt it. I don't. I believe that. No, but that 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 question gets thrown around like, "What if your wife did it, or no, what I'm if just your curious, girl what did would it?" Your re, your I would be shocked be. because I believe that I'm smart enough to know who I'm around. Mm-hmm. Unless she got drunk and fucked somebody all of a sudden one night. Drunk means nothing. People are who they are. Mm-hmm. They do what they do. And when they make the first, let me tell you something. I want to say this to everybody who listens to this. If you're around somebody and they get caught doing something wrong, if they say, well, if you would have been doing what you're supposed to do, I wouldn't have did that. Get the fuck away from that person. Agreed. You cannot fix anything with a person who tries to turn it around and act like you made them fuck yeah. up. No, but like yeah. the statistic is that something like sixty percent of men and forty percent of women cheat. So it's not like cheating goes directly down gender lines. Women cheat and men cheat. I don't know where you guys get these statistics from, but I really feel like they're wrong. <laughs> what do you I think, think? I think guess, about ninety percent of men cheat, fuck around, and how many percent of women? In your guess? Uh, we can we can say maybe forty because that's a lot. Well, for That's most, what he just said. He just said 40 and 60. Okay, but it's not with men. It's The number is a lot higher. Okay, let's say it's 90 and 40, which, by the way, means that 100% women, of women, women, I found 95% of black dudes I know cheat and yeah. 20% of white dudes. 20? Yeah. That's fucking it, hilarious that you come up with that shit. <laughs> We're just That's making up hilarious. all kinds of statistics. I find 100% of Icelandic people talk like guttural. <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, 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 no. White guys, black guys, Chinese guys, you name it. Well, yeah. It's something about that dick that is in control of your mind where you can be a person with all the potential in the world, but as long as you're healthy, pussy is on your mind. And it's almost frustrating. It's like, incredibly frustrating. Like how, how? What do I have to do? <laughs> have you Have you cheated? Do you not want to say? That? Uh, I haven't not... cheated on a girlfriend in a long time. But what do you think it is? It, I mean, I I do believe I do agree with you that a man's physical state is more likely to lend it, itself to cheating because a man a, a male they primate, call it cheating here, but this whole thing about. Um, you, you get with one woman and you just be with her and you build a life. That is the most phony shit I have ever seen uh, 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 promoted in my life. Who the fuck do you know as a man? It's rare 
that you can just be with one girl. It's I, rare. I don't disagree with you. I, and people who act like, oh, Corey, I can't believe you say shit like that. I think they're fucking weirdos. We did this thing where we had a whole bunch of people in this neighborhood sit around. It was like a, almost like a town hall meeting. And the subject was one of those things where it was talking about um, how should you treat your woman. And it was so many guys in there fucking being phony to get pussy. Like, oh, when your girl comes home from work, you should help her by washing the dishes and all that stupid shit that guys would say to gain favor, you know, in front of the women. And I was just, when when I said something, the whole room was against me. I was like, all you motherfuckers are lying. All you motherfuckers fuck around. Yeah. Soon as your girl leaves, you're looking for something to fuck because you're healthy and you have no control over that shit. Yeah. You're not strong enough. I can look at most of the guys in here. I remember saying that. And I know you're not strong enough to control that desire. But wait, but wait. And I was the bad guy. You, you said, I see you basically outed all these guys? Fuck, I don't know them. Fuck Oh, them. all right, so you didn't know. You were just <laughs> but like, you said, like you, you said 40% about. of women cheat, even in your opinion. So what, what's that about? If a man's it may be is- It may be lower because I know that women are is something in their vagina that works in their mind where it works together. They mm-hmm. want who they're fucking. Right. Most women. they Like if they're giving themselves to you, it's something inside of them. I don't know the scientific name or whatever, but I have noticed. There's, a, there's a chemical planet. called oxytocin. Is that what it is? That yeah, it's a, it's a bonding chemical. So well, women release it when they have sex. Yeah. Men release it a tiny bit when they have sex. If a man has sex with you, ladies, and he's really into you, or he's trying to be in a relationship with you, get the fuck away from him. He's a stalker. Wait, but you're you're married. When you fuck a girl, it should just be a fuck. You should not be liking her. Wait, y'all you not fuck. fuck your wife? What's going on? I, what? What happened with my wife again? I'm just trying to figure yeah, out. Well, how did you, you, how did you your stay wife? with your wife? You just kept accidentally fucking her once. We had a different type of relationship where eventually we decided, you know, okay, I'll, I'll, let, let's try to make it work. We were fucking around, and it turned into something. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's how most relationships start. I You're agree. Fucking around. But again, Patrice's then, joke. I known her for. Yeah. I know she. I've been with her for six years. She's she been with me for eight. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> right. Right. Eventually, you're like, you know what? She's hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might give her a shot. And do her friends, some tells me that she agrees with a lot of your theories. Not all of them, but some of them. She doesn't necessarily agree, but she's not stupid. And and her friends think she's an idiot for being with you. I don't think her friends feel that way because, um, you know, we met at a club. Because they've all fucked him and they know how good that dick is. <laughs> no, nah, I don't fuck with her friends. Her friends are different. Her friends actually come from two household I mean two two parent household yeah. NBA players it was awkward cause I'm talking about nobody's fucking together like that and then she'll take me to meet her friends and her friends are married and they come from homes where it was two people being married so it's actually awkward for me to be around that type of shit really yeah, yeah because traditional nuclear think, families make you uncomfortable yeah well they think they're better than I think yeah. they're better than us but <laughs> They're still out there fucking, uh-huh. and I don't know their husbands like that. I just know them from coming over and meeting them. But I know how men get down. So you think that this shit is cool? You think it's better than what I come from? Okay, but if we follow this motherfucker for a month, you'll find out you're just another bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you're, I, there's something. There's a lot of truth to what Corey said, and there's a lot of craziness also. 
But there's a lot of truth to what you're but saying. But we're all out of fucking control, man. Yeah. We're out of fucking control. We have no discipline. We have no honor. The things that we do in this society and think that we're better than the motherfucking bad guys, it's fucking hilarious to me. We're oh, no yeah, better it's than just them. selective. Oh, so <laughs> let, let, me, let me just clarify. I actually don't think cheating is in, in unnatural. I think it's immoral, but I'm not a, I, it's natural. And it happened. I don't think it's wrong. I don't think a person that cheats is a bad person. I just think people are animals and they want to fuck and shit happens. People cheat. I don't even think it's that big of a deal anymore. Uh, the, the, the big problem is the dishonesty that you have to continue to cultivate in order to continue to cheat. But Wait a minute. Let me make sure I got this right because you fucked me up with that cultivate shit. When you say cultivate, what do you mean? That's the half-Jewish side of me. Right. Um, I'm, saying, I'm saying I don't want you to think that what I'm saying is any man who fucks around on his woman is a immoral, terrible person. No, I would never do such a thing. I'm capable of that times a million. I, I fucked, I'm, I'm a fucking complete hound. Uh, I happen to have been monogamous for the last year, you know, and it's the first time in my, in my life that that's ever happened. So I'm not saying... So I'm your girlfriend. You telling me that? What's that? <laughs> I'm your girlfriend. You th- yeah, it's you. You think I'm a leader? No. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> you I'm, think he's at home? <laughs> no, all I'm saying is... all I'm No, I'm trying to clarify that I'm not coming from a place where I go, any man that cheats is... Oh, I could never understand a guy could do that. I, I, I don't think I'm above any of that. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like... I don't think that because I'm a man, I get a pass to cheat. And if a woman does it, she is doing something contrary to her gender nature. It's just not, it doesn't work like that. Does like, this make me crazy? If my daughter or my mother or my sister, you know, a woman you love, comes to you and asks you about, you know, what to do with a man, I really think, I mean, my, my advice to her, listen, how does he treat you? Is he, does he treat you respectfully? Um, do you feel comfortable around him? Do you think he's a fair guy? Well, that's how you judge a man. Because if you're worried about what the fuck he's doing out there in the street, you'll fucking you'll go, fucking go, go crazy. Insane, yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I would I love for my daughter, mother, sister, somebody like that to be with a guy who's not like out you? there fucking around. Yeah, would you, you can like, say that. You yeah. can say that. But you I, would like your you girlfriend to be. You would like your daughter to be with somebody like you. I think you luck across those Wouldn't. guys. Because I know no, that I think are... she, he would like his daughter to be with someone like Corey. Is that what you're saying? Corey may be a dog on the street, but he is a. F- if you're in a relationship, he is fair to his wife. Is that what you? That's what you're saying. No, what I'm saying, I would like for them to be with a guy who doesn't cheat or do anything right. like that, because if there that are existed. rare right circumstances where you find men who only fuck around at home. Normally, they're older, mm-hmm. older men who've had their adventures in the street yeah. and they really just on settle down mode right but finding a young man who does it like that is so fucking rare come on you're you're men you know we're out there how where do you guide the woman i mean a, a female that you love like a sister mother how do you guide them to find a guy who don't cheat you can't i no, literally I, I say the same thing that you, shit you is even know where to tell luck of the draw no yeah. i i agree with you but i think that the, that the same is true on the other side how do you guide a man towards a woman that doesn't cheat if a man doesn't know how to find the virtuous woman he's fucked anyway but that's not they're not unvirtuous <laughs> any more than you are they're just humans they're animals Women really? cheat. Men cheat. That's the way it is. I agree. Women cheat as well. But I'm just saying, it's like the one that you keep. <laughs> it's the one that doesn't it's cheat. It's not the one out in the streets all the fucking time. <laughs> That's not the one I have a theory, uh, the way to wrap this all up. All right. The way America is with the world, 
the way the way America is with the world and the way like the the controlling interests of America are in the world, the way they treat third world countries like shit just do our shit. They, basically America is a man and the rest of the world is a woman in Corey's thinking. It's it's defensible because I'm power. Kind of yeah, because I'm, I'm mighty. Though, I never I don't think I'm the Messiah. I don't think I'm right about everything. I just have an opinion about things, and I'm only human. But if you're my woman, I guarantee you, I'm going to take care of you, and if anybody fucks with you, we go into war. All right, so ladies, you heard it here first. It's <laughs> <That's> a <laughs> mixed bag, ladies. Don't fuck it's with my family. He will hog tie you, but he'll hog tie somebody else if they fuck with you. And he will be fair, and you will be, you'll feed them. <laughs> He'll get. Hey, listen. Regardless. I take care of my woman. If you, if you're my woman, goddammit, I got you. Yeah. Listen. Regardless of all that, if you're my side bitch, you gotta earn yours. Go <laughs> ahead. Make me a sandwich. Right. Make me that a nice sub- sandwich. That, Subway. Yeah. That, that sandwich where you're proving you're trying to earn take, that number one take slot. Take the ice cream scooper and put some tuna fish on there. Listen. <laughs> like, <laughs> regardless of your feelings on today's discussion, you should check out Corey's stand-up because you're a very funny dude. Great joke writer. Real funny. Real animal. <laughs> this is really gonna make him. Yeah, <laughs> with me. I no, say, they'll be they'll never forget. Anyone that listens to this will never forget. Go, Anybody who who reads my my tweets on Twitter will figure out that this motherfucker is a weirdo. Sometimes he says good shit, but sometimes he says shit because there's a lot of people. Who I think follow I followed me. you for a while and it was too crazy. Right, it was people who were like, "Corey, I can't fuck with you, man." I, I mean, I, I like you, but yeah, fuck it was you. Like, there was a lot of like these bitches out here type tweets. Sometimes I do I do jokes on Twitter about women. Sometimes I do jokes about race relations. Right, I just go there, but a lot of the shit is for shock value, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm crazy like that. Yeah, but I'm we gotta have we gotta have you back because we didn't even talk about white people. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> and I know you have a lot of theories on white people. Folks, Corey, Holcomb, Corey Holcomb, he's gonna be at fucking the somewhere in Saint Petersburg. Levity Live, Levity Levy. Live in Nyack. You, you got a website? Nyack. No, I, well, I have a website for my show, the Fifty One Fifty Show. But we've been down what is for that? a while. Fifty One Fifty Show is my radio show that I do uh, at Fifty One Corey Holcomb Fifty One Fifty Show dot com. We've been down for a while. We're about to get back up because that movie shit I was doing. Yeah, what took were you up doing? All of my day. It's, it's some movie. It's called uh, The Wedding Ringers. Best Man Inc. I, oh, Kev's movie. Yeah, great. I think it's funny. Um, but it was taken out. You know, I was working twelve hours a day, so I couldn't do what I needed to what do. What were you but, playing? Uh, one of the groomsmen. Great. Oh yeah, Whitney Cummings <laughs> in and Kevin Hart. Folks, Corey Holcomb, 5150 Radio. Find him on Twitter. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, man.
Versace. <laughs>